0: I'm Dana Perino. This is Ed Henry. And I'm Kat Timpf. This is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, May 29th, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. With many schools closed for the year and quarantines in place, kids are at home much more. And it's changing the way people are parenting.
1: Kids are looking to us for information. And if we're not panicking about the, the potential risks... The kids are not going to panic. Uh, but if we do panic and we do, you know, we don't talk in a in a calm way with them, they're going to panic too.
0: This is the Fox News rundown. Global pandemic. Some countries are reclosing schools as a second spike of coronavirus cases is spreading in classrooms. While children aren't the most affected by COVID-19, they can be carriers and infect more vulnerable populations. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Armin Braat. The host of the Positive Parenting podcast and author of numerous books about parenting, starting first in France, where 50 schools have closed down again after reopening earlier this month. France has more than 146,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus, but is gradually reopening for business. A new French study shows that even mild cases of COVID 19 lead to the creation of antibodies, offering promising news to countries that hope to curb a second wave by doing widespread antibody testing now to Sweden, that reached more than 4,000 total deaths from COVID-19 after implementing controversial policies to deal with the coronavirus. Sweden's per capita death rate is now among the highest in the world after businesses and restaurants were allowed to remain open. Additionally, the Swedish government reportedly didn't enforce the social distancing guidelines they announced early in the pandemic. Swedish schools have stayed operating, reportedly worrying parents who were required to keep sending their kids to learn. The United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund, or UNICEF, has released guidelines for parents around the world in countries that did have schools closed and kids staying at home. The UN notes the many challenges parents are facing as they must adapt to new realities of parenting. So what are some of the challenges that parents see amid this global pandemic?
1: I think one of the biggest ones is to come to terms with the idea that they do not have to be involved with their kids every minute of the day.
0: This is Armin Brat the host of the Positive Parenting Podcast and author of numerous books about parenting. I think that we
1: feel obligated that we have to be there. We have to make sure that they're doing their homework. We have to make sure that they're staying active, that they're being entertained all the time. And it's, it'll drive you nuts as a parent. And it's not a practical thing to do. So I think what we're, we're, a lot of parents are hopefully learning that it's okay to give kids some time to themselves to entertain themselves figure out what to do with their time to to learn to deal with boredom um, because this is a whole different kind of boredom than they ever were complaining about before and and that's I think is going to help parents uh, as, as they move into the future and we move past this whole pandemic
0: absolutely do you find that in the parents that you're talking to, in your parenting techniques, explaining something like a global pandemic and this disease that is killing so many people around the world is difficult to explain to children. And what tips would you give to parents who are trying to convey what they are hearing on the news and reading in papers to their children? I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I think would be to try to keep the politics out of it, focus on the science.
1: And listen to what the CPC is saying, and just simply follow the rules. And it's it's nice. I, I'm in an area with a lot of uh, a lot of trails, and I spend a lot of time hiking, and I see a lot of parents out with kids, and the kids, for the most part, are wearing masks just like the parents. And I, I my kids are older, but they're, these are you know, three, four, five, six year olds, and I'm, I'm I wonder how they're explaining it to their kids. But I think kids are looking to us for information, and if we're not panicking. About the, the potential risks, the kids are not going to panic. And if we tell the kids in in a nice, honest way about you need to wear a mask so that you don't get sick from other people and so that you might not give whatever you might have to somebody else in in a rational way, if it's not panicky again, the kids will be will just go along with the program because they want to do they want to be like us they want to do what we're doing. Uh, but if we do panic and we do get all worried about everything, and, and we, we worry about touching everything, and you know, we don't talk in a in a calm way with them, they're going to panic too. And I think that's that's the biggest point of the whole thing: is is stay calm. The risks are very very tiny. The, the more cases we have, excuse <clears> me, <throat> the the more we figure out that the death rate is fairly low.
0: It's a new type of education for parents having to learn this information themselves as new discoveries are being made and and tests are happening and vaccine trials and all these sorts of things. And obviously, depending on the age of a child, they'll explain it in a different way. But I do want to talk a little bit about education. We see so many schools around Mm -hmm. the world closed, and even countries that have tried to reopen schools have found that it's difficult to implement new procedures, and with part of the school year already gone, many are just deciding to either A, move classes online, or B, just wait this out. The parents who are at home and want to keep education up for their kids and keep them stimulated when it comes to learning and gathering new information about the world, what should these parents be doing?
1: I think to the extent possible, try to stay in touch with your kids' teachers. Find out what the assignments are. And just check in with your kids every once in a while and make sure that they're staying on track. It it can be a little bit hard for them to stay focused. But I think what we're also discovering is that there's a lot of wasted time in schools. And that if kids are doing the work for their, their classes and they're going online and they're doing their Zoom meetings with their classes, it doesn't take a full school day to do that. There's a lot of time people spend walking around and, and the, the cl- class may be able to get a lot more done in an hour on Zoom where everybody's feeling very concentrated than they do in a class where there's teachers are telling the kids to be quiet or they're telling the kids to line up or, or whatever it is. And so it's, it's important for us to, to give the kids the opportunity to do their work on their own and to fail if they don't. If they don't get an assignment in them, they're going to get the bad grade, but also to try to just guide them to keep them on track in, in a gentle way.
0: You've been listening to Armin Brott, the host of the Positive Parenting Podcast. We'll be right back. You talk about a gentle way in, in the way in which parents talk to their children amid a time that can also be very stressful for the parents, whether they're having issues at work, millions of Americans laid off trying to ensure that their family is healthy and safe definitely can can be stressful for everyone. How important is it for parents to, as you mentioned, sort of maintain a level-headed approach to the way in which they talk to their kids?
1: Well, it's extremely important, and it's extremely important, especially in the, the most stressful of situations, which a lot of people are dealing with now, which is unemployment, that kids... Generally, most of our kids are are able to eat a meal when they want to, or put on clean clothes, or have a snack, or whatever it is, and, and they don't really think about money. They they have this idea that anytime I mean, parents say to them, "Well, you know, maybe we can't afford that right now. Well, why don't you go to one of those machines and take some money out of the machine?" The kids, especially young kids, don't completely understand where money comes from and what to do with it. But if you're an unemployed parent or you're furloughed or something like that where your income stream has, has drastically shifted, you may be having to make a lot of different choices. Than your, the the meals that you're eating may be different because you have to go for for cheaper options. You're eating a lot more spaghetti these days than, than you might have otherwise. But if, so I think it's important to explain to kids that things have changed and that we can't buy all of the things that we used to. Things will be getting back to normal at some point soon. And that we are, I think it's especially for young kids, but they they always process everything in terms of how does it affect them? And so we need to be very careful to make sure that, that we don't, as I mentioned before, we don't panic them. And and because the moment we start telling them that we don't have enough food to eat or we don't have enough gas in the car to go to the store, they're going to get really worried about how what's going to happen with them. Are we going to have to get rid of them? Are we going is, to, is some terrible thing, are kids going to start dying? Uh, so that's that's really the most important is, is to, try to be even even calmer than you might otherwise be but to remember that that one super important thing that kids are until they're well, even through the teenagers they're very self-centered and i don't mean that in a negative way that's just developmentally where they are is they always process everything as how is this going to affect me
0: you talk about how kids are processing information parents when they become a parent or as they're watching their children grow when you look at the structure of a of a household and how people have to shift their lives when they do become parents and have children and start building that family structure how does that change when you look at the psychology of people across the United States and around the world what are some of the things that happen to people when they become parents and how does that connect to having to ensure not only your own personal safety, but now the safety of your children? I think
1: one of the things that happens when you become a parent, especially when the kids are little, is you become a lot more aware of all of the things that are going on in the world that it could affect your parenting. You start looking at, at, as you're driving down the road, you look up, uh, out the window and you see there's trash on the side of the road and you see, I, I don't want to live in a world where people are throwing garbage out of their cars. Let, let's do something to, to, to take care of that. Or I remember for, for me, uh, the, when I was an expecting father, I started looking at yellow lights uh, differently. I started looking at the beds. Okay, look, this is something I need to slow down for as opposed to this is something I need to floor it and see if I can get through. Because I've got responsibilities, people are counting on me, and and your so your world changes as an adult. I was just talking about how, how kids are think of the world in a self centered way. I think as adults without kids, we also think of in in the, of the world in a self centered sort of way. How does it affect me? Am I going to have a career? What's going on? But when you start having kids, your the world is is bigger in a lot of ways, but it's also smaller. And so we start making a lot of choices that are are going to influence not only ourselves, but our kids and how, how they're going to grow up in the world and what kind of a world they're going to grow up in. And we want to make sure that they have the opportunities, in some cases, the opportunities we never had, in other cases, the opportunities we did have. And we want to make sure that they, they understand that there can be challenges. I think that's one of the other things is to try to explain to kids lessons that we learned as kids growing up ourselves things. You're going to come along and knock us off track and we need to have resilience. We need to get back up and we need to get back in there. And every little thing that happens, we can't be sitting down and crying about it. And I think that's one of the one of the advantages in some ways. Of course, you'd never want to have a pandemic like this for, for just simply for the purpose of teaching lessons. But I mean, there, there's an advantage to it. And we're learning that as as individuals, we can adopt or adapt to changing, and unpleasant circumstances,
0: and we can come out of it okay. The host of the Positive Parenting Podcast and author of numerous books about parenting. Armin, thank you again for your time. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown.
1: Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.